Hello, Sky friends, and thank you for joining us. I am your host and DM, Scott. I'm here today to talk to you about our sponsor, Libris Arcana. They offer dice subscriptions, leather gaming covers, and more. I signed up for their monthly subscription, and let me tell you, these are some great dice. They're perfect for causing some trouble in our game. Head over to their website, librisarcana.com, and you can get a subscription of your very own. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A dot com. As a bonus to Seasons of Skyrend listeners, you can use the promo code SKYREND at checkout to receive 20% off your first month. Each month, you'll receive a new and unique set of dice delivered right to your door. Again, enter promo code SKYREND at checkout to receive 20% off your first month's subscription. Go get yourself some dice and help us keep the lights on. Thank you, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 45 Inspector General Ezebeth Venturing near to the Frost Swamp, he made a stop at Krobah for more information. The city is entirely in the trees, high above the cold and murky ground. Aranus's reunion with his mother, Adriana Bowfall, was not as pleasant as hoped. Her sense of duty and obligation prevented her from seeking out Aranus and prevents her still from acknowledging their connection. However, she was able to grant you access to her parents' research. It could prove invaluable in your plans to reuse Brumble's mantle. Before your attempt at leaving, you all had the chance to meet Sicarius, Aranus's younger sister. Sorry, half-sister. <laughs> Sam, apparently, left quite the impression. As you were preparing to leave, you were stopped by Ezebeth, Black Dragon and Inspector General on assignment from King Aldabas himself. She is joined by her personal aide and guard, 
an orc known as Churlet Az. Seeking privacy for your questioning, you all reluctantly agree to take the conversation to the ground below. Elizabeth remains in her humanoid form, with her wings hanging over her shoulders like a cloak and black horns arching back from the top of her head. As you step away from the stone platform, Elizabeth turns and asks, I trust you are ready to answer my questions now? Born ready. I mean, more ready now than, I guess, up there or in a private room, though we don't know what they are yet, so... (laughs) Alright. After you answer, Charlotte pulls out a leather notebook to catalog your responses. Oh dear. This is her profession, after all, and notes help. Elizabeth continues. If I think you're deceiving me... Charlotte has ways of encouraging honesty. First, I need to know who you all are and where you're from. You are strangers here. Picked up on that, did you? Yeah, we're uh, not from around these parts. So please, educate me. I've been using our fake names here. I haven't. You have. I have. I've been in Kara form. They're probably mad at us for that whole Karami thing. So we got to be real careful. I don't ever use a fake name. Ever. That's true. Is that like part of your alignment? Hates fake names. No. Must always be honest about names. No, I just never have. So. Now might be a good time to make something up. Ernie. It could be Ernie. Somebody remind me. Um, I have to go the last name. (laughs) Somebody remind me the time we just left that we picked up Baramisha from. Bristol Shores. Thank you. No problem. I mean, Baron Misha's getting questioned, too, so they're going to be yeah. responding. But I imagine that they have far fewer reasons to lie than you do. My name is Arnis. Arnis... what? Just go with, like, white or black, that way you're only half lying. <laughs> Arnis, black, white. <laughs> Arnis, what happens when you combine black and white? <laughs> <It's> hyphenated. <laughs> <laughs> your mom was Arnus Black and your dad is Arnus White. <laughs> My name is Arnus Gray. Mm-hmm. She looks at the others in the group. Oscar Pembroke. Good fake name. That's a good name. Um, vale says nothing until directly addressed. She'll turn to you, look at you, just like nod. Same question. Kara Frostfall, most recently of Bristol Shores. Why are you getting the location? She did ask where you're from. She, she did ask. Oh. We just forgot to fill that in. Eh. Mm-hmm. Still like military style training. Bristol Shores. Ah. Must be a friend of Baron Misha's here then. I mean, she seems to recognize. I say nothing. <laughs> Baron Misha will respond. Yes. Baron Misha from Bristol Shores, traveling with these folks now. Sam will give his name. Samudio, from the wilds, around. Around. It's <laughs> good. All right, Darvin, you're the one who lied the most. Let's roll deception. I just lied about my name, right? Yeah, you haven't said where you're from. Oh, yeah. But that name was certainly a lie. I was going to tell the truth about where I was from. I got a two. <laughs> oh, not good, buddy. Nope. 
Somebody's giving up his real name in a minute. Mr. Pembroke. I'll remind you that honesty is required here. You don't want to make us displeased with you. Are there any corrections you would like to make? Oh, did I say... I gave you the wrong name. Sorry. (laughs) For business, I find it helpful to use a pseudonym at times, and sometimes I just forget which is real and which is fake. I'm so sorry. My real name is Darvin. Oh, much different. Where are you from, Darvin? Been a long time since I called anywhere home. Nice. That's good. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, it's been it's, like a year. It's not. Um, it's... Okay. Very well, then. Who do you all work for? We're self-employed, aren't we? We're yeah. contractors? <laughs> do we work for you? Are you the boss? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Am I in charge? <laughs> if you're the boss, we got to have a talk. <laughs> the boss i think self-employed is like the thing to say i mean for a while we were employed by sam but that is long since the case oh, yeah so i guess we're contractors fail says nothing i just kind of give a like nod when Darwin says that i hope this contract you work for yourselves then yeah. the best way i can think of to describe it does that include this silent friend of yours as she peers at Vale? Yeah, she works with us, for us. Which is it? With you or for you? I mean, with? With? with. Yeah, with. Doesn't say much. Mm. Gets the job done. <laughs> Secretly, Arnis is like, thank God Vale's not talking. <laughs> Alright, one of you roll Persuasion. This isn't out and out a lie, but she needs to be comfortable with this half-truth you're spitting. I guess I will. But yeah, that's a good idea. If he's giving us the choice, you're rolling. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay. So then, you're working for yourselves. Why did you come here? Why did you come to Crowbar? For ourselves. <laughs> the... <laughs> the door wide open to that answer. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. That's the question. Why did you travel here? What is your business here? Tell her the truth, unless that's actually why she stopped eating since she doesn't want us to help me, which is possible. I don't mean that truth. I mean about the drums. I was going to say, there's a few different reasons here, but there's also I a would, great opportunity to lie here. I would spit the most charitable. We are on our way to see if we can help the grungs in the frost swamp, and Dude. we were told that we might find some uh, research here to help us, so we stopped. Okay. Research. For folks here on a research mission, then, you spent an awful lot of time with Commander Balfong. Several different occasions. What did you discuss? Uh, her parents' research. According to my notes, you visited her at least three times. In fact, once you, Aranis, weren't even there. That is, in fact, when I found your friends here. Mr. Darvin, your silent friend. We're sorry, we didn't realize visiting with what's-her-name was against the law. We won't do it again, we promise. It's not against the law. Then what's the issue? What did you discuss? 
research, pages and pages of research. Do you remember anything specific about the proper triangulation of the voluminous, I don't remember what it's called. I mean, we're talking about, like, I'm not talking about, like, a notebook, like the kind your friend has here, right? Mm. As far as research. I'm talking about volumes and volumes, over a hundred notebooks, books, scrolls, craziness worth of research. You don't think that merits quaint and curious volumes of forgotten lore. (laughs) Sorry, I have to I mean, I probably it would have merited upwards of ten or twelve meetings had we had the time. But uh, we did not. So three is what you have to settle for. And were your discussions limited to research? I don't see how that's any of your business whatsoever, what happens in a private conversation. But since you insist upon asking, yes. The first I day, do insist. <laughs> the first day it might have been a little more procedural, like, you know. Where is the book room? Can we check out a book? What are the fines if one accidentally catches fire? <laughs> so some of it might have been tangentially related what to research, but it was all window <laughs> that kind of thing. Okay. Bye, scroll. We'll never see you again. Artis or Darvin, who wants to roll deception? I'll roll. I'll do it. The other may assist if you wish. Probably not going to be much help. <laughs> Can I hurt by assisting? Yeah, if you roll poorly enough, mm. you're probably better off on your own. I don't know if that's true, man. That's 16. Ooh, you're true. a pretty good liar. Yeah, I have plus 9, as it turns out. How to deception. It's so charisma. I? <laughs> but I mean... It's charisma. I didn't I know never, you were... I never use it. My charisma's maxed out, and I have a high proficiency bonus, and I'm proficient <laughs> in deception, apparently, so... <laughs> you just hardly ever lie, so I assumed you were bad at it. No, I just don't hardly ever <laughs> just lie. just don't like it much, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not like a, a huge fan of lying, but in this case, right, I'm lying to protect to. us, but also yeah. to protect mm-hmm. my mom, and even though I'm not a fan of hers, I'm. it's not my business to out her, so... As you respond, as a bit narrows her eyes at you. Oh, this is gonna end all this. Hmm. Research and just research. It's noble of you. From what I understand, those crumbs don't have a long time. Aside from Commander Balfour, I think we can put that portion of the discussion behind us for now. What do you know? Of Vice Count Alicia. Nothing. Vice Count Alicia. Who's Vice Count Alicia? The person that my mom works with. Oh, okay. We can nothing. honestly answer that. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. I say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nails gone into their interrogation training. It will say nothing until addressed directly. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to be covering all the lying, but apparently Arnis is really good at it. Sam shrugs like, never heard the name. Baron Misha says, oh, well, last time I was here, Vice Count Alicia wasn't in charge. It was someone else, so I haven't met this Vice Count yet. Would have been nice to, though. Esbeth will continue on. So then during all of your discussion here, the commander without whoever it was you talked with, did the Vice Count ever come up? No. I 
mean, the name doesn't sound familiar, so I don't think so. But I would be lying if I said I remembered for sure. Roll persuasion again. Either one of you. You're both talking. Vale's not, so Vale doesn't get to roll persuasion. And I'm sad day. I'm still sad bad at day it. For Vale. I got it. I'm not as bad at persuasion as I am. Like, I can help with persuasion. It's a 24. Oh. We're, we're good here. Nice. <laughs> so, from what I've gathered, you're independent contractors traveling from Bristol Shores through Crowbar to help the grown. Is that accurate? Yeah. Sounds right to me. I say nothing. <laughs> I continue to stay in there and my feet exactly shows up at the park. He's slightly bent, right hand on my left wrist. Here at parade rest. Uh, in front, not behind. Ah. So do you all intend to take up residence with the grung then? No. No. No? Yeah, we don't. No. I say nothing. Too frosty, too swampy. Not our kind of place. Yeah. Hmm. What do you said? Where will you be returning to after? Where are we going after the growing artist? Don't know yet. I guess Depends we haven't decided. I, I said nothing. <laughs> <sighs> like a bad recurring punchline. Elizabeth just glares at Vale every once in a while. And then when she turns back to Darwin and Arnest, Charlotte looks at Vale and just like, you're <laughs> not saying anything I mean they're still getting information but he doesn't like you <sighs> okay well that's all well and good for the four of you but Baron Misha you are of the noble class of the ruling class it's <clears throat> the first noise fails me I was gonna say was that in character that was in character <laughs> that was the first noise fails made. I'm surprised to see you out of Bristol Shores, but in no way is that negative. But surely you know you can't be just traveling the countryside. What are your intentions after assisting these common folk? <coughs> that was in character. No, no I know. I, that's, that's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> Arms forces himself not to roll his eyes. With effort. <laughs> at Vale or at the dragon? Both. <laughs> hey, I've been very good. I know. <laughs> By not saying a word. <laughs> I know. Very helpful, though. You've not got us killed yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. <laughs> Let's see, what's Baron Misha going to say? Baron Misha, respond. Oh, well, after we assist the Grung, I imagine I'll be heading back to Vermilion. If nothing else, just to meet up again with the king and see where he wants me. To report on everything that's happened in Bristol Shores since the accident. And um, there are some, you know, magical items we have to discuss. And her eyebrow raises at this. Magic items. Very interesting. What exactly do you need to discuss? I'm Baron Misha's going to answer. They are honest and loyal. Oh, well, the group of us, we've recovered, um, Brumble's mantle. Fucking hells. And that curse is in Draconic. <laughs> <laughs> but I know the dragon woman's going to know what I'm saying. Yeah, she is. 
I'm like, Charlotte's not probably not going to know that, but Elizabeth is a dragon, so... You sure you want to do that? All right. All right. Elizabeth will ask the group upon hearing that. Oh, so you all have the mantle, then? Not that it's particularly any of your business, nor have you asked about it. Until now. Or any other magical item. That may or may not be in our possession. Yeah, that's the end of that sentence, of course. So is there more that you wish to tell me about? No. Do I wish to tell you about anything? No. (laughs) I mean, like, if you're asking, no. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) So I take it then Baron Misha will be escorting this item back to the capital after you've all finished up with the grung. Okay. Is that true? Sure. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Please roll some deception. (laughs) Sure. You can do whatever he wants. Um, My luck's gonna run out, guys, just in case you're wondering. Do I need to roll insight to see if I can tell if Ironus is lying if Ironus lies successfully here. <laughs> I mean, you'll know if it's a lie or not. We don't, so well, we have. But... Um, 23. Jeez. Oh, gosh. Unless she crits. I don't think she's going to know you're lying. She fucking crit. Did you she crit? crit? <laughs> I did. Oh, God damn you, Scott God. Blake. God damn it. <sighs> oh. Not enough. 23 isn't enough. Well, when they crit on their insight check. Hmm. Problem? Not for long. No. No. Won't be a problem for long. Trillet, please. Assistance. And he takes his pen and puts it in his other hand that's holding the notebook. With his other hand... Creates a circle in the air, draws a little diagram in the air inside that, mutters a few words, and casts Zone of Truth on the lot of you. God damn it. So. I used to have Zone of Truth. Everybody needs to make a Charisma saving throw. Yes! Charisma save! Crap on crap. Oh dear. Oh no. This is ending poorly. We are Screwed. I haven't rolled yet, but it's not going to matter because we are screwed. Yep. I don't want to let go of this die because we need to. We're going to die. Sam and Baron Misha need to roll as well. The longer I roll, the bigger chance I have of getting a high number. (laughs) So you're charging that power in there. Yeah. Did you get a one? No. Then it could have gone worse. It could have gone worse. Did you get a two? No. Then it went better than me. (laughs) Fair. But what was your total? Two? On the die. <laughs> Sam and Baron Misha rolled a 16 and a 19 on the dice, so... They're safe. Okay. They're actually fine. Darvin. <sighs> I rolled a 7. Total? Yeah. Okay, that is a fail. I know. Vale? 11. That is also a fail. Arnis. 11. <laughs> but I rolled a 2! <laughs> Let us keep in mind, I rolled a 2, celebrate and I that still got an 11. I rolled an 8, and I got a 7. <laughs> it's one to charisma. Yeah, that's... That's, uh, that's, 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 that's why I plan is such a jackass. It's fitting. Yeah. 
It's also really fun. <laughs> for the three of you who failed. In other words, for all of us. Yes, for all of the player characters at the table. On a failed save, a creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius of the spell's effect. The caster knows whether each of you succeeded or failed on the saving throw. You are aware of the spell that's been cast upon you. You know that you're magically prevented from lying. Okay. Uh, That doesn't prevent you from being evasive in answers, as long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth. To quote the book. So after Churlet casts Zone of Truth on the three of you, quite successfully, Elizabeth is used to things going this way, and she is pleased that it continues to be so. Churlet does inform her, oh yeah, the three of them. Don't bother with Baron or that Sam guy. Just the three of them. She nods, turns back to the three of you again. Okay. Let's try to keep things... Honest now, shall we? What was that last question she asked? Actually, let's go back a step. During your time here, or elsewhere, did the three of you discuss Vice Count Alicia? No. No. I don't say shit. Oh, okay. I wish she ordered it. I can't say no to that. Yeah, you can. We numbered... She said the three of you. The three of you. The three of us never discussed it. You discussed it with your mother. The three of us never discussed it. Wait, what did you discuss with your mom about? The vice count came up with a conversation with your mother. Oh, about her, like, duty to the vice count. And so that would mean that at some point, one of the three of us discussed that with your mother. Remind me, what did that conversation have to do with the vice count? It was just mother? like her duty to the vice count or something like that, but it wasn't a. Yeah, it wasn't really about her. It wasn't about the vice count, nothing about her. It was just about my mom in relation to her, and that's yeah. it. I'm going to accept no on this. Okay, I'm like the other, because the other conversation that I had with, uh, oh my god, Fairfax was about my mom in relation yeah. to the vice count, but never mentioned the name of the vice count even. Right. So. No. Yeah. No, I'm, that part I'm not worried about. Yeah. Uh, she turns to Darwin, who has refused to answer. She can't force you to no, answer. No, no, She can't magically compel you to answer. Mr. Darwin, hmm? have you discussed Vice Count Alicia with anyone? I'm not going to answer that. Why? I refuse to participate any further. You have violated the sanctity of my mind. Found that shit right here. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a good answer for someone who is an untrained. You've <laughs> been thinking about it for a couple seconds. The sanctity of my mind. I love it. Darvin, alone. Roll persuasion. <laughs> oh my god. The tiny dice. <laughs> Five. She spreads her wings from her shoulders, and you see her expand a little bit. She's not going full dragon yet, but you see her hands grow more claw-like, and she reaches out a talon and places it on your forehead, and just kind of Put some pressure on there. Not enough to break the skin, 
but you can tell there's something very sharp on your head now. I'm not concerned with the sanctity of your mind. I'm concerned with the truth. Would you please answer me this simple question? Nope. After that finishes, I look at Arnus and I say, Is it my turn yet? (sighs) Hold up, lady. (laughs) I just want to know, since we're all, like, truthy around here right now. Oh, yeah. Because she's in the zone of truth. Unless her wings have reach. No, 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 no. No, she's reaching out with her hand. That's a fair point. Crit fail, crit fail, crit fail, crit fail. It's not going to happen. She rolled a five. That's not good. Her words remain the same. She hasn't lied yet. Oh, that's fine. I'm not, actually not wasn't concerned about that at all. Um, since we're being all sure truthy point, Thank you. at the moment, I have a question. Who the hell are you? <laughs> and why should we answer any of your questions? Well, I'm sorry. I thought we had been introduced already. I am Ezabeth. I am the Inspector General for the King himself. And... That means I get to ask questions as I see fit. And if people don't answer me, I am free to encourage their answers. She draws just tiny little scrape Hold up. on Darwin's head. Oh. Just like a quarter of an inch. <sighs> Hold up. Now, I know we're not from these parts... Right? Like, we're strangers here, and I get that that makes us, I don't know, I guess, suspicious, according to you. But I don't understand how all of our business is your business. Did you interrogate everybody in this town the way you're interrogating us? Those I've questioned in town have been far more forthcoming. But they also did not spend... Significant time with the city's second-in-command. When outsiders come in and start speaking with leadership, it raises eyebrows. Let me just make sure I've got this straight. Is it us who have raised your eyebrows? Or is it Balfall that's raised your eyebrows by meeting with us? Or both? Oh, she'll be questioned as well. But you seemed ready to leave. <laughs> For talking to visitors? Yes. That's a lot. So, like, anyone that comes into Vermilion and talks to anybody of power, you question the same way? As if they're out to what? I don't, I don't know. What would we be d- attempting to do here? In Vermilion? Wait, is that the city you meant to say? I, it is, but I'm just... Oh. I'm, hang on. Let me go back a minute. What is it you exactly think that we're attempting to do out here in the middle of nowhere that we're suspicious? I think that maybe you have come across secrets that do not belong to you, and I need to prevent you from uh-huh. knowing. I assure you, all of our secrets do actually belong to us. And that's the God's honest truth. (laughs) And I don't need to hunt down every secret that you have. I don't have... Well, I have plenty of time, but... I 
tend to run short on patience. You don't say. And if your friend here constantly refuses to answer you, then I'm afraid you're uncooperative detainees. So we're under arrest now. I look at Arnis and I say again, You could be. My turn yet. Have you considered training in a monastery? It might do much to help your disposition, um... It's very soothing. Disorder? It's very soothing. Calming. I've yeah, you, you really learn patience. I'm literally poking a dragon and, right now. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to be rude, but it seems like in your line of work, patience could go a long ways, and... <laughs> I'm so far from the question at this point, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> Tarvin, what is your intent behind this? I'm trying to get her to convert to my religion. <laughs> so, so this is not... This is complete conversion. This is not you trying, trying to provoke. <laughs> Sorry. Darwin, you're not trying to provoke Ezabeth into attacking. You're actually trying to have an honest religious discussion. Well, no, it's kind of in the middle. I'm not really trying to provoke her because I really don't want to fight a dragon. Remember, you're in a zone of truth. But Darwin <laughs> is... I mean, this doesn't seem like a lie for Darwin. I just want to know what the intent here is. Like, if you're intending no, to no, be no. an asshole, fine. In, in, intending, yeah. In... But if your intent is more just to, like... I mean, I don't want to say provoke, but... It's, it's to provoke, but not to provoke a fight. To antagonize a bit Yes, here. to antagonize. Mostly because he's annoyed. Get that. Um, but also because he's hoping if he's super annoying, maybe she'll just leave. <laughs> That's worked for him in the past. Oh. Uh, all right, Darvin. Roll persuasion. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> never goes well for me. <laughs> How did they all die? Darvin failed a persuasion check. Oh, I got a 17. Oh! Very nice. She does not force her claw deeper into your skull. Nice! But she does grab onto the top of your head. And you can feel several claws just at the back of your scalp now. Vale takes a deep breath. And in a calm voice, asks Arnis one more time. <laughs> Is it my turn yet? Almost. <laughs> I'm not interested in joining a monastery. <clears throat> Ernest doesn't snort. Not that, not that I have something against the monastic ways. You have something against the monastic ways? <laughs> I heard it. When you say it like that, it kind of no. sounds like... You do. I mean, she's in the zone of truth, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What? But your reluctance to answer a simple question vexes me. And you can feel just a slight squeeze around your skull. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Okay, I need you to understand. The zone of truth thing is not... uh, I would be lying, and we know I can't lie because I'm in the zone of truth. It's not... In exact violation of my religion, but it's definitely not something you do to a monk. 
You need to lie to carry out your ways. No, it's a resolve. No, no, that's a lie. <laughs> you have needed to carry a lie to carry out your ways several times. Buddy. Oh yeah, <laughs> Oscar oh, yeah. alone is a lie. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a respect thing. <laughs> it's a respect thing. It's that you don't do this to a monk. I mean, monks think you don't do this to anyone. You get what I'm saying? It's not like a privilege thing. It's like a. It's not a religion thing. It's a respect for everyone thing that maybe you only learn when you've got some patience because you spent years in a damn monastery, which is why I thought it might help you out. I did not mean to antagonize you. With, oh, wait, that's a lie. I can't lie. Oh, darn it. Well, you are succeeding at antagonizing Elizabeth here. Over oh, what I did not think was going to be the sticking point of this argument. <laughs> Whether or not you discussed a vice count. And Darwin doesn't even care about that. I know! That's the Darwin best just cares part. about the fact that he's been forced to tell the truth. Yeah. Oh, and you are mm, deliciously truthful here. So full. I can't even have another bite. Oh, I can have so many more bites. First, Darwin, have inspiration. For being so truthful. Nice. Uh, despite the fact that a dragon is holding your head right now. Um, <laughs> mm, it's good stuff. If you refuse to answer me here, I can take you elsewhere. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we, like, skip ahead a few paces and just, like, besides whether or not we discuss the uh, vice count. Mm-hmm. Are there other things that you particularly need to know, want to know from us? What are your plans after the groan? I do wish to know about the Vice Count as well. Like I said, the Vice Count's none of our business. He will not answer me. Fine. She may not be part of your business, but she may be part of his. The Vice Count is not part of my business. I don't know anything about a stupid Vice Count. What's her name might have mentioned a Vice Count once, but that's all I know. I didn't even know her name until you brought it up. The tension on your skull eases, Darvin. She runs her hand behind your head, cradling the back of your skull in her hand. And you can feel her claws very gently scraping down the back of your skull. See? That was easy. You've done more harm than you could possibly know. You seem fine to me. Okay. Now then, after the grun, where are you headed? Wherever there aren't dragons and zones of truth. Jeez. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Just away from here. I concur. That's it. That's all we care about. I say nothing. <laughs> veil is back to silence. Unless she addresses me directly, I don't have to answer that question. <laughs> Will you be escorting Baron Misha back to the capital with the mantle? We had not talked that far in advance, had we? No, but I mean, this is just your opportunity to answer There's questions. There's so much wiggle room in that question. Yeah, there is. Eventually. I say nothing. So eventually is truth. Eventually. Uh, knowing that Vale does shoot Arnas a look <laughs> and then says nothing. I don't need to think forever. Uh, you're assuming we're gonna live. <laughs> Artis is pretty sure we're gonna go kill a god and all die, so it's fine. You can have it after that. 
as long as we can save your soul in the process. Eventually. <laughs> I'm leaving out that it could be five or six years before I do that. That's also fine. That's also semantics, so. <sighs> hmm. Let's see. Anything else that she really needs or wants to know from you all? Um, as I said, she's not used to hearing no. This dragon kind of comes with the territory. Working for the king only reinforces that. Hmm. Just trying to think about what else she would care about in relation to you all and actually have a chance of knowing about. She doesn't know shit about pathogs. Like, that's not a concern. You're saying we could have told her? Yeah. Hmm? I don't know how that would have gone. I mean, there's still, like... Consequences to telling her. I'm not sure I have but, um, I have plenty of information about that that I haven't even shared with you. Ah, fair enough. But also, that's like so far apart from her purpose here in the city that it wouldn't even be like a part of her questioning. She knows you have the mantle. You're eventually going to bring it back to the capital. That's good. Your business with the commander was purely research. Didn't discuss the vice count. Apparently she doesn't know her rebel scum, so that's good. Um, <laughs> that's always a plus. You're really far from the capital right now. Although, Bard's Rebellion was kind of big. Right. But also, like, that doesn't mean everybody knows you by name. You didn't now announce yourself as Grey the Great. That probably would have been a big tip-off. Maybe dumb, but I'm not that big of an idiot. I don't know. I'm just going around announcing, Grey the Great is here! Everyone bow down. <laughs> I'm here for all your rebel scum. Bring them forth. All right. Elizabeth pulls her arm back from Darwin's head, scraping her claws along your face as she does so. Lightly. Good lord. You've only got the one little scratch on your forehead right now. Well, you were all cooperative eventually. Thank you for keeping this civil. They elapsed them. Well, someone had to be. I'm carrying out my civic duty. Uh-huh. That is as civil as I need to be. Vale keeps on sub that. <laughs> In fact, Vale's now like full on belly laughing at this point. <laughs> so is Arnis. <laughs> civic duty. Guys, she said the word duty. <laughs> Wait, really? That's what you're laughing at? Not civic duty. Just no, duty. The whole thing. The whole thing is funny, but the word duty is especially funny. <laughs> And I'm in a zone of truth. I know, uh, I know. <laughs> um. Duty. <laughs> Good one, lady. I'm glad that you're all in such high spirits. Really. It seems you have not done anything particularly of note here. Just not figuring that out? <laughs> We've been oh, trying man. to tell you. If you had been oh, honest man. all along, we wouldn't have needed to come this far. Oh, good God. It's so much easier when you cooperate with the law, isn't it? Sure. Oh, uh, where is our truth, right? Yes. Yeah, Vail, Vail, oh, God. You don't have to answer, I but know. if you want to... I want to say something. I yes, Vail? Is it going to get us into a fight right now? That we may or may not want to have. No, but Darwin almost got his head like. <laughs> I hate my life. 
Veil says nothing. They just do this. And zipper. <laughs> Throw over the key. <laughs> well, make sure that you... Make sure you stay out of trouble while you're here. I don't think that'll be a problem. Good. Well, you didn't make any trouble. You almost did. Yeah. Did, did she say mm-hmm. that? No. No, no. No. That was, that was okay. my DM's, like, aside. The narrator voice. said we didn't make any trouble out loud. I mean, you didn't. No. Oh, that was your, like, your, your what's-his-name on that show. We're like, we didn't make any trouble, and then you have what's-his-name We going. totally made yes, trouble. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, if you can stay out of trouble, you're free to go. Cool. I literally start to walk toward my horse. I follow her. Like, she says, if you can stay out of trouble, you're free to go. I go, cool, and I just walk. I'm headed to my mm-hmm. horse. All right, I guess we're done here. Following. Vale? Two of your companions are walking away. Oh, no. Okay. Sam takes a few nervous steps backwards and then quickly turns around and follows you. Baron Misha will go up to Elizabeth and say, I'm glad we could be of service. <laughs> I hope you tell the king that we are all very cooperative here, and I look forward to seeing him again. <laughs> and he oh, reaches out. God, oh, sorry. Yeah. And they reach out and shake her hand. They have no idea what she's up to. They don't know why the king sent her here. And Baron Misha is a loyal member of the crowd. Like, loyal probably more to Olwenir first, to their sense of religious duty, but still a loyal royal member. <laughs> loyal, I know that rhyme. Because <laughs> we're walking Loyal horses. royal, come up, up, up. We're out of here, Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Start again, Vale. As we're walking to the horses, when we're out of earshot, I say to my companion, so we're totally okay with the royals knowing that we have this massively powerful magic item. Oh, shit. No, but what are we going to do? You think we can fight a dragon and an orc who clearly has magical powers? I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I mean, no, I'm not okay with them knowing, but... If we pick a fight, we die. That's kind of what I'm feeling. Devil's advocate, if we don't pick a fight and they don't want us to have it, they send an army after us. They already tried. They've already done that once. Not to say they're not going to do it again, and that time we won't be sitting in a fort with an army of our own. There. It just depends on which hill you want to die on. More devil's advocate. I would rather die in the hill that's not this particular hill, the one that's like a week or two away, than the hill that's right now. Allows them to amass a larger group and the dragon. I mean, you're talking, you know, the the only. The only way I could think of to phrase it, like, involves nukes, and I'm really trying to be, like, keep my dialogue authentic. I'm trying to stay in character here. I'm just putting it out there, like... Yeah, they also don't know where we're going. Beyond, like, we're going to help the Grung. We could be anywhere after that. So then their ability to find us is hindered. So after we help the gung, maybe we need to do some, like, intentional, you know, sweeping away our footsteps kind of thing. I don't mean literally. I mean take measures to double back and stuff. You know what I mean? 
to not be tracked. Yes. Yeah. Long term, though, not short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means, like, extra journey legs and stuff or whatever. However you do that. I don't know that your thing, not mine. Y'all are cool with it? Not exactly cool with it, just... I'd rather die in a week than right now. <laughs> this is like Darwin's slogan. <sighs> Pretty much. But to be fair, Darwin is always advocated for, let's just go. Let's just run. Yeah. It's been true. my thing from the get-go. From the get-go, huh? I decided to start saying from the get-go instead of from the get-go. I mean, like, I was ready to throw down when she had Darwin's head, but once she let him go, I was less inclined to actually fight her, despite the fact that she fought dirty to get us to tell her stuff. I was, like, what was going through my mind then was not even fighting, it was passive non-resistance. It was like, I will let her crush me to death. But then I realized I didn't want to die, so I caved. I was never planning on fighting. Mm. I mean, if you guys had, I would have followed suit, I guess, but we all would have died. Mm. So, are you guys actually getting ready to go? To leave Crowbar? Because right now, Baron Misha is still over there. And I just want to know so I can bring them back. Or to have you run over there and start stabbing folks. Or to try to go back up to the city. I yeah, well, not which, I'm what you're not planning on going back is. up to the city. I think we're done there. Okay. So, <sighs> unless, sure. unless you guys really want to fight. Here's my problem. I mean, yeah, like, we're not... My... The second part of my problem here is that it's not like nobody's gonna see us kill the, like... Servant of the king. The inspector general for the king. Right? We're not in some weird secluded, like, glade... Or, like, meadow that no one's gonna see. Like, people from the city are going to see us fight and potentially kill this person. As that is a problem. As foggy as it is, there are people who already know you're down here with her. And if they were to come down and find a dead dragon, they would it's easy crushed. math. Yeah. Even if they couldn't physically see you, like, yeah. who else could it have been? Again. So that is a point, but I don't know if that's something that you care about necessarily. I don't know, but I feel like that's actually a bigger problem. Witnesses? Well, potentially killing the king's inspector general. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, but, like, we already freed a city. I mean, you, like, we're already on the side of, like, revolutionaries. Killing the inspector general really ups the ante. It's true. Killing the count of a city is one thing. See, I would think the killing, other way around. I think yeah. killing the Count's a bigger deal than killing the Inspector General. They're not in charge of a whole city. I mean, I, I, I don't need it. I should not be saying anything. I'm True, sorry. but they do answer literally. She's also very not good. <sighs> yeah, well, there's that too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really want to die. But I feel like I'm going to die eventually. Question is, Vale's good whatever. Vale's decided at this point. They're not going to be the one to make the decision. What? Really, I mean, because and Arnis has decided he's just going to run away. So what does Vale uh, or what does Arnis want? Sam can offer counsel. I don't think it'd be fair to make him be the deciding voice here. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. Technically, you could wait for Baron Misha to come over and ask them. Whole point I'm putting on the table is. Do you believe it more tactically sound 
to kill her now and prevent the king from gaining the knowledge that Arnus Grey has Bramble's mantle, who's going to put together that Arnus Grey is Grey the Great, and see that as a power move by you. Do you find that to be a bigger deal than killing the Inquisitor General? Inspector General? Inspector General, sorry. Not an Inquisition. Yes, that's true. Yet. Nobody expects an Inquisition. Because while she hasn't put together who you are, the first person in the capital who hears that name and puts that item together with it is going to throw up a red flag. Yeah. It's like a step of research. Removed. It's like finding out that the entire English army during the crusade suddenly all has, ha- has, has crossbows. It changes the entire game. I didn't want to go with the nuclear either. <laughs> it, it's hard not to say a nuclear option or like some kind of arms race, but I'm just I'm putting that out on the table for you because I want to make sure you've given all of your thought before you make your decision. And Vale wanted to make sure Arnis did that. Because Vale's trying to see things more tactically. Which is why they kept their mouth shut. Damn it. You're right. So we deal with the dragon, or we deal with whatever they send after the dragon. Oh. Whether or not we're alive, because you seem to think that we're going to die here or somewhere else soon anyway. Oh, damn it. But then also we have killing an inspector general added to our list, right? Yeah. Probably in plain sight of everyone. Yeah. Except nobody besides us, and now those two, knows we have the mantle. So nobody in this city would know why. Although we have a bigger problem in the fact that someone can't keep his mouth shut about the mantle. Baron Misha is a lawful character, and and if you let them answer questions, they are going to answer as truthfully as they can. And none of us told them that they can't tell. They may not have. So, so ignore that last comment. No, it's fine. Also, but we didn't set that parameter. As an aside, Baron Misha is in no way a match for any one of you. They are not a combatant. They may have a weapon with them, but that's because you're like, no, you need a weapon. Please take a weapon. Yeah. <sighs> Damn it. If you don't want to fight the dragon, we don't fight the dragon. Yeah. That'll just be a problem for later down the road. I don't want to fight the dragon, but now I feel like we have to fight the dragon. Or you can try and con- <laughs> try and convince her to not report it. No, that's not going to happen. It would take a pretty big convincing. Yeah. Arnis, you're the one whose soul is on the line. Which You've the- heard my opinion. I got your back no matter what. Oh, my wife. This lady, but I also don't want to fight the like army that is surely coming after her, because the first thing she's going to report to the king is that we have Brumble's mantle. I hope it gets buried in her report because she's reporting so much other stuff and it buys us time. It's not going to get buried, and even if Brumble's mantle gets buried, it's going to float back to the surface because it's Brumble's freaking mantle. I guess we have to deal with her. On the plus side, we might get all of their notes. What do we know at this point about dragons? Anything? Mm, Have we yeah, encountered no, many dragons? Because we traveled with this car for a while. Meaning, like, would we know anything about a black dragon specifically? That would just be a nature check. Like, specific things you know about dragons. Chromatic um, dragons can transform themselves into humanoid form. They maintain some of their draconic appearance. 
they definitely need to have enough energy to do so. Otherwise, they are stuck in their dragon state. I mean, you know about their elemental breath weapon type stuff. You certainly know that the older they are, the scarier they are, the more powerful they become. It's difficult to tell Elizabeth's age in her humanoid form, but I would certainly allow a check since you've seen Vizcara in both of his forms, and it would just be like a comparison type thing going on. So let's make um, that. You want to make that check first? Yes. Okay. Um, we should all roll that. Yeah. Is that an insight? No, nature. you can all roll nature. Nature. Yeah. You're examining a natural creature. So you're over by your horses, you're having this discussion, and everybody stops to stare good and hard at Ezebeth as Baron Misha is wrapping up their conversation with her. Just before you make this decision, also, I haven't rolled higher than ten except once tonight. So you're due, is what you're saying. Yeah, that's not usually how that works. Well, see, all of your social stuff's going to be low, then combat's going to be high. One would hope. That is my I'm not hope. Banking on it. All right, Darvin. Oh, I got a five. That's all where right, that came from. Twenty-one. Vale. Uh, Fourteen. Okay. Yeah, I think this earns you a little bit more information. You definitely know she's a black dragon just because, hey, black scales. Definitely all still visible. Mm. So I think between Aranus and Vale, you're able to recollect these certain things. And judging by her appearance, as you compare it to Vizcara, in humanoid forms, they're probably roughly the same age. Vizcara was definitely an adult, as far as dragons go. You know that black dragons in particular do not have the best of temperaments. Although that wasn't really a secret before. No. <laughs> black dragons use acid, so she's capable of melting away a great number of things. And in wild encounters, you know that black dragons tend to be particularly ruthless. So Elizabeth has been controlled up until now. Guys, if we fight her, we're all dying. I don't think you give us enough credit. Yeah, I'm not sure you do either. She's gonna melt right through all our armor. What armor? Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> She's gonna melt through my sword. You got a magic sword, that's good. Alright. Magic items are actually quite resolute in D&D. Nice. Cool. I guess that means your duck armor is safe, too. Maybe. Yep. And my loot. Because mm-hmm. my loot's magical, too. One of your loots is magical. I'm just kidding. Your dad's loot is fine. I'll murder you. Oh, I've got... Never mind. Shush. Stop it. Right, I'm stopping. Uh. (laughs) Yes. You saw Vizcara in his weakened state. She is certainly healthy. I feel like if we fight her, we're screwed. And if we don't fight her, we're screwed. Question is, do we want to be screwed now or later? I just feel like if we put it off... Then who knows what might change. Things change. We're not necessarily perma-screwed if we don't fight her. Uh, you know who finds out There, we I have, think you're wrong. You know who finds out we have Brumble's mantle if she goes back to the capital? I know, the king. Oh, bigger than the king. Bigger than the king. Oh, Pathox? He's no, gotta know. Pathox, I was Pathox has to know. Oh. And that's Ooh. bad. Because Zolanar probably thinks we're gonna use it on her, but... Any god who finds out we have it is going to assume we're going to use it on them. I don't think... <laughs> I don't just think Karam would assume that. 
Sorry. Technicality. We need to have a conversation. I don't know. Last I heard, you were on good terms with Corum. I am. That's what I'm saying. Not all three of you, last I heard, you were on good terms with Corum. Ah, uh, well, yeah, but, you know. That notwithstanding, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember what I'm saying. I'm sorry. You guys really want to die. Let's fight this dragon. I don't really want to die, but I also don't really feel like there's an option. She's let us go. We can walk away right now. We can ride away right now. Ride away right now if you want, and we can deal with the repercussions of riding away. We can pull, like, classic seasons of Skyrim and walk away and deal with the problem later. (laughs) That's always worked out well for us in the past. Why would you be sarcastic, right? No, we're all still alive. Your soul isn't questioned, but we're trying not to make that cemented right now. So it's always worked out pretty well. And when we've gone back to places and they've been like, hey, cool, it's you guys again. And they were cool, even though we did some probably illegal stuff. And there were trials and we saw the hated it. history here. (laughs) Yeah. What version of history are you reading? The one where we're all still alive. Well, I mean, okay, but... Alright, at this point, Baron Misha has finished their... Baron Misha has finished their conversation with Elizabeth and Churlet. They've turned around and are beginning to walk back to the group, so that way they can get on their horse with Aranus and head on to the next part of this adventure. What do you do? Vale gets on horse and looks at Arnis and says, get on your horse. Thank you. Wow. Looks at Darwin, says, get on your horse, and starts riding away. Get on Daisy and I follow. Uh, I get on RML and immediately tell Baron Misha, we need to have a chat. Oh, okay, I think we've got time. We're on the horse together. So we're on RML together. Vale's on the horse. Yeah, we also said it's not the horse anymore, it's just horse. Oh, so it's, it's back horse. to just being horse. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's growing on me. Is it still an elven? Or is this in common? Okay. It's still horse, but at least it's fancy horse. Okay. So Elizabeth and Charlotte Az return to the stone elevator, which they call to be raised back up so they can return to the city of Crowbar. As all of you mount your horses and begin to head towards the grung of the Frost Swamp. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter at Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.libsyn.com.